This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 552, Spotlight on Black Panther. Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is episode 552. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is our Spotlight on Black Panther episode. I'm joined by three co-hosts today. I'm joined by... Chris Lucas. Corey. Amber. Amber, is this your first oh, your full time stage. on the show? Yes. Because you've, you've been in the background. I think yes. we, we've heard you. <laughs> she just gave us a couple Thor hammers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a few, yeah. Um, so we were missing out on, on Paul, who's usually uh, in, in, in one of these seats, and you're, in, you're actually in Tibor's seat today, Amber, which means you have to be the one who's most down on the movie. Oh, that could work. And, and oh, <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's just jump right in. Um, so we just saw Black Panther, and obviously this is the newest uh, MCU release. It's the last movie before the event. Infinity War, um, but this one felt very much as very standalone film. It felt the most isolated than most Marvel movies had been in a while because there was no real connections. I mean, there was a few lines here and there, but there wasn't. It wasn't as overtly connected to the larger Marvel Cinematic Universe. Chris, what did you think? That was okay. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't you napped a little? I did nap a little. Yeah. So that's usually there were some there were some lulls. I mean, there yeah wasn't over like. Based on the previews, I thought it was going to be more like exciting and more mm. action packed than it actually was. Okay, a little bit more intrigue, which intrigue is going to be sometimes a little bit quieter. Yeah, but I feel like it was more just because this is kind of like the first standalone movie for Black Panther, so mm-hmm. I think it was more of an introduction movie. So hopefully, if they do another one, it's uh, yeah, they can focus more on mm-hmm. adding a little bit more uh, action to it. Yeah, I mean, they definitely did a lot of world building for Wakanda. So yeah. That when we get to the next movie, when there is one, um, if and when there is a new one, uh, that they can expand what Wakanda is to the world. Now that we know what Wakanda is, is itself, uh, Corey, what'd you think? Um, it was it was pretty good. Uh, I don't really <laughs> that was a resounding. <laughs> I don't really know anything really too much about Black Panther. Okay, but uh, I, I liked how. It really like, like I kind of feel like I understand what I, like how he became it and the mm-hmm. history of it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was, I'm like, I thought it was going to be a lot more uh, fast paced, like mm. more action. Yeah. And it was still a good movie, uh, but I think it could have been a little bit better. Okay, like maybe a little tighter, or like again, look at what Chris said. You know, the idea that there were some lulls into it, and yeah. maybe that pacing at times could have been a little faster paced for you. Yeah, like when there was action, it was really well done and really well uh, orchestrated. But like, yeah, it just there were certain times where, like, I almost I was on the verge of uh, pulling a Chris. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. Like, long day, but. I thought that the waterfall scene was like really nice for a destination wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and right. yeah. it was really pretty, but yeah. I didn't like it. Didn't like it? No. Okay. No, it wasn't what, for me. What didn't what was about it wasn't for you? 
I'm not good at explaining, like, I'm never good at explaining that, but I just, I didn't enjoy it. Okay. I don't really know why. Was there no Thor, right? There was no Thor. No, that's true. No like, Thor's hammer. Like, did, did you find the characters interesting, or were you I did, really yeah. Okay. Yeah, I liked, I liked all the women. Okay. They were awesome, but... They definitely did, uh, like, there was a big push towards really strong yeah. female roles yeah. in ways Yeah, that and I liked that. Really seen it was else. nice seeing that, but... And I think I'm also used to Marvel being a little bit more humorous. Mm-hmm. Although there was still some humor. A little bit, in. yeah. Well, that Not one, as that much one as... guy was letting us know what was funny. <laughs> he Which... did. He... <laughs> that one guy. That one guy in the whole theater, theater. that got to... all the jokes. He liked to laugh. Well, yeah, but it was funny Like when he was the only one laughing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was interesting. Did you find... So, uh, like, they both guys had mentioned the idea of pacing. That it was at times a little slow pace. Would you agree with that? Or, yeah. Like, I'm trying was. to kind of find out what what about the movie didn't quite. I don't know. If, I don't know if she noticed because she's too busy probably nudging me and, yeah, and Corey keeping, keeping us awake, awake to... listening to all the heavy breathing on either side of me. <laughs> that sounds um, really it, bad. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it, um, yeah, it did have some really slow parts, mm-hmm. and then I don't. Yeah, I just. Okay. I liked the characters, and I think it could have been better. Okay, um, we actually we got a text from Paul. Paul wanted to oh. to pipe in, and he said that he actually we haven't done ratings yet. We say that to the end of the podcast, but uh, he gave it an eight and a half out of ten. He really liked it. He said solid origin movie that did a great job showcasing his country and rich tradition. Humor was well timed and not overdone, which was perfect. Great cast, a little repetitive with two waterfall fights and king quests. Uh, shame to kill the villains. A lot of movie cliches. We didn't ask for we didn't ask for Paul's opinion. I know you didn't ask. I, I provided it. Um, so so I, I, I'm I just guess I come down on the side of I think I liked it the most out of the four of us. Um, I did think that I, I don't think there was pacing problems per se for me, but it definitely felt more methodical and it wasn't just get to the next action set piece in any way. Like there was just yeah. a definitely I almost felt it could have been. It's going to sound weird, but it's a little slower in some instances. Like, I almost wanted a little bit more intrigue. Like, I thought how quickly um, Killmonger went from being crown king to, like, now we're going to, everything's going to be thrown around the world and we're going to just do this. That felt a very, that felt I mean, let's, like let's be real. Sure. He, was in, he was in power for, for five like, minutes. less than 24 yeah, and hours. And that was a powerful was really five rushed. minutes. And I thought that it, that could have felt like it was a longer period of time because you got the sense that there was basically two different elements of the military. You had the Dora, the Dora Milaje and then you had whatever the other guy's group was uh, that were basically fighting each other. But I didn't really get a good sense of what the citizenry thought. Like, how do, what, do, what does the common Wakandan feel about this change in, in leadership? So I thought that might have been, you know, an element. And again, it makes it feel more of a compressed time frame. It's but I don't, I don't even think, a, well, I guess, like, some of the tribes, there's five tribes in total, right? Yeah. But we only really saw, like, three of them in the yeah. battle. yeah. Right, so like two of them didn't even know what the hell was going on, or at least they weren't involved. But they weren't, yeah. Involved. yeah. Like, I mean, their leaders were, and again, but there was or again, they're, they're, it's the military that's actually having it. But we didn't get a real sense of like, is there civil unrest when this happens? Like, what is the the, the common folk? You know, what do they think about this? Yeah, I don't know. That's I don't know. It, it's just when you, and plus the, the, again. It, the I kind of that it started to lose me when like they're sending out the ships in this desperate attempt to what proliferate their weapons like it I didn't feel like 
there is really a need for that. I feel like most people would be like, oh, the other king's back. Maybe we should figure out how this is going to go. But instead, it, it just felt very rushed that, yeah. oh, we're going to rush out and, and bring well, our weapons Well, if they had right. less lulls, they wouldn't have had to rush all that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let, let's, let's talk to Chala. So Chadwick Boseman. He was good. He has a, I, I feel like he has a, a really hard, ta- like hard task because uh, T'Challa, in a lot of ways, is not the most interesting character here. I mean, his sister's more interesting. He's given a lot more personality. Yeah. Uh, you know, the girl who's into the head of the door, Milaje, there... Like he's really attractive. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's got that going on. He is an attractive man, but he, it's, it's, <laughs> the, the character is forced into the role being very stoic most yes. of the movie. So that, at times, it's both really interesting to see how he kind of processes things. And I'm glad that they gave him... Uh, Paul mentioned the idea that there's multiple king's quests where like, they mm-hmm. go into like, the, the, the dream area and they talk to the land of kings. But I thought that was important because it was the only time we ever really got to have a sense of what he was actually about. Because yeah. even when he talks to the girl who's with, you, you felt a level of him being guarded and not actually kind of like... Himself, what he wanted to do. Yeah. I, don't, like, I don't think early on, I think he wanted to sit there and say, okay, well... To her, mm-hmm. what she was saying about like using Wakanda, like Wakanda needs to help people. Yeah. I think he was he was probably at that point really like, yeah, I'm on board with that. Mm-hmm. But because it wasn't something in their tradition, yeah. he was like, no, we can't. Right. So it wasn't he wasn't really being himself at that point when he was a king at first. What did you guys think of the reveal of Kill- Killmonger in terms of like what his actual? presence was and what he meant for the story because when we're first introduced to him we don't really have a sense of why he knows things or what what his connection is and then when we finally find out that he was the you know the son of of uh, the uh, king tashaka's brother like what do you guys think of that reveal like there are some people in the theater i think that were a little bit like oh like i, I didn't yeah. feel like it was one of those but it was definitely an interesting twist that i did not actually see coming um did what you guys think of that it was um oh. it was pretty good like i I kind of, kind of figured, I kind of knew. Like, kinda kinda knew. Went, well, I mean, they go at the beginning. You have this scene, yeah, right where they leave. Like, yeah, do you know that the uncle was killed? No, but he's like, so either he's well, either, less so, that more that he had a son. Like, we didn't know that he had a kid. They uh, no, they don't play that. No, but but here's the thing: they kept focusing on the kids playing basketball outside. True. So I was sitting there going, okay, like, Where? is there something to that? Mm. So then we're all of a sudden this guy comes. Yeah. And I'm like, in, in my head, I was just sitting there going, oh, he's probably one of those kids. Because I, I mean, I mean, and my only counterbalance to that is that at the end, you have this idea of, you know, kids or people seeing the technology and what that could mean. So I thought it might play more on that, less on the kid actually being related. And I, know, I just, I just thought it was too coincidental that mm. they kept focusing on the, these kids playing basketball. And then all of a sudden... X amount of years later, yeah. there's this guy that's kind of... Yeah. Right. What did you think of Killmonger as a villain? Do you like Michael also B. Jordan? very attractive. You know what? Like, yes, what is. That? What's his name? Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. This is his like second, human comic, second comic book movie. He's good. Like, he is good. I just... I felt he's, like... He's Creed. I felt like... The, I, f- I wish they'd made him like a little bit more ruthless. Like they built him up as like this, mm. this. He still Navy, was though. No, but they built him up as this like Navy SEAL. Yeah. Um, you know, Black Ops JSOC guy. Like, yeah. You know, he he had he had all the markings for all the kills he had, which were a lot. Mm. But I just I didn't. He didn't. I didn't really buy it. Like he I didn't felt seem like, hard enough. Yeah. 
Yeah. I can see that because he almost played it a little too. But you know what? I guess the idea is that you don't have to be, just be a hardened guy. Like, no, I know, but I, be, think, I, feel, I just feel like the character, they were kind of building the character up to be a little bit more hard. True. I mean, he's an interesting character because he's a character who's obviously supposed to have uh, stoked this, this flame of rage for a long time, but also been able to hone that into something else. So it's yeah. not just overwhelming rage to the point where like he's uncontrollable. He's able to, you know, manipulate it into something he needs to get what he wants. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I thought he was very charismatic and I was reading before seeing the movie that people were saying that um, this movie and Spider-Man Homecoming had really good villains for the first time in a while. Yeah, because, yeah I didn't think he was a bad villain. I just I think... had kind of lame villains where the, their yeah. motivations at times are you know not the greatest. Suspect, yeah. Yeah, like besides Loki, um, you had movies and movies where there was really not a really good villain. Like a monster for the most part. Yeah, and that's and that's not just Marvel movies. That's DC movies too. I mean, you've had Doomsday, you have <laughs> Steppenwolf, and Justice League. Like you have a lot of these villains who are just kind of CG monsters, and this was. You know, a, little, a much more human threat. Yeah, well, and, I, and but I, I, like I don't know. Like I thought he was like I thought he was good, mm-hmm. right? Like so I don't want to I don't want to sit here and say I'm being negative about it. But there was just I don't know. There's something, and I don't even really know if I can put it into words. Just more that I you wanted more of a menace from him. I, I don't even know if it was that. I just there's just something missing. Okay. In it, but he was very good. Okay. Amber, what did you think of him besides his attractiveness, which is obviously... Um, yeah, I liked him. Yeah. I liked that he, well, like you were saying, he had a cause. He's not just mm-hmm. a monster, but... Because you can kind of get behind I, okay, where you know he's, what? I, he's coming from, too. I, like, in some also, all these, like, maybe, maybe, maybe this is what, I, what, I, what I'm talking about lacking and stuff. Maybe I just thought he was being a little bit of a... A little bit of a wuss about his, so? whole, his, his dad, whole... His dad was killed. He never got to go to the home that he's always heard of. He and wanted to see the sunset. He's <laughs> yeah, like this is what I'm getting. Like, but I mean, yeah, and, but I, and I feel he's like he's I feel an like, outsider to his own people. Like, he but has I feel a like, people, but, but, but at the same fire. time, like even at the end, before he died, yeah, like Black Panther was like open arms, like I'll save you, yeah. right? He I never like, like he assumed, oh, just so you can chain me up, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if he would have gone there. Like, I think. Black Panther being the the yeah. king could have looked at the situation a little bit more and been like understanding of where he's coming from and mm-hmm. where this ang- like that's, if this ra- if if we possible. deal with this rage but this character is a guy who lives in a different world like literally mm-hmm. is from a different world so from his world that that that's not even an option for everything that he's done he would deserve to be chained and and locked away based on everything on the worldview he knows mm-hmm. again Wakanda's not a world he knows he yeah. wants he's been it's almost like he's been wanting to go to Wakanda his entire life because that's where he's supposed to be from he's supposed to have a birthright but he but he has no idea what Wakanda really is yeah uh, he doesn't understand its people doesn't understand anything and that's a very compelling kind of story about this guy who longs for something and to replace something but all he has is rage in his heart because of this loss I mean even his his own kind of vision quest was really interesting that you know he didn't really come out of it finding peace like when when t'challa first went and was you know in the spirit realm he got peace from his father both Mm -hmm. times in different ways uh or at least different resolves but um killmonger didn't get that you know he again he's 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 still that little boy and i like that juxtaposition in his king's quest where you had him kind of the the boy talking to the dad and then then he's the man Mm -hmm. and it's just an interesting you know he's always going to be that little boy who lost his dad who never got to go home and never got to be part of his family Mm -hmm. which is again interesting because we we don't really have villains like that usually where you can understand how he got to be this way and he's not necessarily just a monster 
He's the monster too, but I mean, it's not just that. Um, what do you think of? Um, I can't pronounce his name. I'm going to call him the leader of the ape tribe, Mumbaku, I believe. What do you think of him? He got to challenge the T'Challa for the throne, and then he has to do a lot of comedy. You know, he's he, a character. He's a vegetarian. His character. <laughs> Didn't really, really care. No, not really. He's got a, a long-standing history in Marvel Universe, so I appreciated that they kind of were, were able to figure out some of the, the kind of key pieces of T'Challa's story um, in the comics and kind of wedge them in. Um, what do you think of uh, Everett Ross? Um, so, so kind of our point. The CIA guy? The CIA guy. Oh, I liked him. I thought he was good. Yeah. Uh, did you like the scene? Uh, I, I I have to confess, someone else had pointed it out on Facebook, and I was like, oh, yeah, that uh, you know he's Bilbo and... And yeah, the circus is Gollum, and that they're in a scene together. Oh that's, yeah, that's kind of cool. Now that you mention that, uh, I didn't really. <laughs> and then I think some someone said that it'd be cool if you had uh, Everett Ross meet uh, Doctor Strange because they're also uh, Sherlock and, and Holmes, and so it's there's all these kind of interesting connections with the actors. <laughs> but um, what do you think of uh, Andy Serkis as Claw? What do you think yeah, of him? He um, he chewed the scenery. Like every scene yeah, he was, in, he was I great. Take my eyes yeah, off. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. He was probably my favorite part of yeah. the movie, and yeah. I was actually sad that he it, died. He died pretty like a lot earlier than I expected. Yeah, I was I wasn't even really expecting him to die, to be honest. I no. think he, he has a bigger arc in the comics, and huge. Yeah, yeah. Like, he could really be like I just yeah, I wasn't expecting him to go down like that, to be no. honest. But he was probably my favorite besides Loki and a few. He's probably top three villains to yeah. me. He's, just the scenes he steals the show and he's funny and well I think that's what it is right yeah. like he he just has a glee about him like yeah. he does horrible things he's yeah. a bad person but it's just the, the glee with which he does it like even when we, they first introduce him he's they, even believable as a South African too like his accent yeah. Yeah. like when yeah. he first shows up and he kills the guards and he lets the other guy run him and he kills him anyway like yeah. you know like that's kind of like it's funny but bad but like again it really gets you you, you, there's something about this guy, and you you want to see what he's going to do next. And yeah, it's sad. He was it's yeah, off. he was a good character. I did. I'll yeah, I was expecting him to die. Like, because I know, because I know I've seen like he's been in he was in some of the other Marvel movies. So I think my expectation of him not dying was just because I expected him to probably make some sort of cameos in other mm. other movies. I found that the um, the character of uh, Killmonger's girlfriend was pointless. Like, what did yeah. she? She didn't add anything to the movie. Like she was there, and then she died. She, she was there. I think it was more of a like. Did it, did it feel like it added anything to anyone? Like, I don't even do you even remember she was there? No. Killmonger had his girlfriend. Remember, he was like making out with uh, that girl, and then she got killed by. Claw. I think it, the whole point oh, was. Yes. Oh, so you completely forgot about yeah. it. Totally gone. Yes. I think that whole point was to build up to that scene of Claw holding her and him yeah. making the and decision. just him like shooting like he killed her. Like, yeah, he, like, he, he, like yeah. Killmonger killed her. It wasn't yeah. Claw that killed her. He shot. No, her. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he shot his own girlfriend. Like, I think right? it was all. I think that just shows that he didn't really give a shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but it kind of made me think like, what was even the point of the character then? Like, it didn't it, because they, they they needed to show. They were the, trying to make him. They were like, trying to show how cool he is. Chris. I guess I didn't. I yeah. didn't even find that. I bought because that. remember how he like know. after they got out of the the museum, like they were all like kissing and making out. Like yeah. it was like oh right, so they're yeah. showing that he has this connection with this person, but. I think they were just trying to show how he actually just is a cool person and okay. that he didn't 
you know, when it came, when push came to shove, he's like, "Well, I'll fucking shoot her." <laughs> so, of, of the of the female characters, who was everyone's favorite? Because there's, uh, I don't know their name, but the leader of the guards, the leader of the guards, he was yeah, like, Michonne. Yeah, Michonne. <laughs> oh yeah. Instead of uh, katana, she had. That's why she's so good with that fucking stick. Excuse me, I got some sorry. No, yeah, she. Uh, yeah, every time she was on screen, like that yeah. was electric. Like she just commanded the screen. She had such a presence. I think um, she got the biggest applause of the audience too when she yeah. made him bow. Yes, like uh, that was probably the biggest applause. Besides the the laughing and <laughs> the, ri- the rhino loved her. Yeah, yes. after, yeah, uh, that's right. That that's, war rhino or whatever. I found that that took me away a little. Oh, like it took me out of the movie a little because because up until then it's like a lot of hand to hand combat and you have a lot of vibranium everywhere which is fine and then many of these rhinos wearing like vibranium I guess and I'm like no you know who, you know who bugged me was that other guy which other guy that was like his friend at first that kind of I guess you could say turned on him yeah and the I guess the 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 leader so of, like the leader of the guards like yeah because, because like I'm sitting I'm sitting there going like they seem to be buds right he promised him he's like I'm gonna get claw yeah. Good, great. Yeah, he has a super and, and, heel turn, and he has like, and he's been patient for all these years about twenty his, years <laughs> about his dad not getting claw, and then lo, lo and behold, he gets claw. The whatever mm-hmm. you know, Killmonger comes and yeah. kidnaps him away, right? So they lose him, but he comes back. Like he's just like yeah, like you know, slip through. And then all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, that's it, fuck it. Yeah, I'm done with you. I do agree that that. Felt like it maybe, just it was a little quick. Maybe so. they cut something out, or or like it, yeah, it felt more of a plot contrivance that you needed. Like you couldn't add another character, so they needed to use like an existing character without adding more characters mm. to have a, another a kind of opposing rival. But yeah, I don't think it was really earned because like you 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 understand that he's this guy who's like you need to bring me Claw. Your dad couldn't do it. You can do it. I trust you. You're going to do it. And then he fails to do that doesn't really ask a lot of follow-up questions and then some other guy brings him the body he's like oh well, I'm gonna throw him with this guy it does seem really easy yeah um, like how did Killmonger know to go to that guy yeah just I won't find well, him well cause they're, they're protecting the yeah, border that right? guy's at the border so it oh. just happened so just, I think you know, he was just going to oh, the border and that's random thing just luck and just pretty good luck yeah, yeah. it's not bad <laughs> Um, I would think of the, of the sister Shuri, so she's kind of the, the tech wizard. It's interesting because in the comics, T'Challa was always portrayed as being extremely smart and, and technological, and here they kind of took that away from him. It's not really something that's part of who he is, as we see him in the movies. It's more his sister who's actually creating all the tech. She's like M, yeah, or Q, Q, yeah. She's like Q, Alfred. Mm, Alfred doesn't really make anything. No. Well, not really. I'm pretty sure they maybe in the movies he's, he he in the most recent movie involved. he is well he's yeah but he's still not like an inventor he's still not yeah. Bruce Wayne's the inventor Bruce Wayne's like the scientist <laughs> but like so here we have Shuri and she's got like the gauntlets and everything and she was pretty cool um, she almost I felt like they almost made her too smart in some ways but I would interested to see her meet Tony Stark How dare a woman yeah. be that smart. <laughs> That's not I really like. No, I know you don't. I really liked her. I think she was probably my favorite. Yeah, Adam um, likes his women dumb. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> not at all. I already said that. I love the yeah. You yeah, picked the wrong one then, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. Um, no, I, I again. I, I find the females to be the women to be so much more 
they were so interesting, and they, their parts are that, again, T'Challa at times is so stoic that you really get to lean on the, uh, the the women to actually kind of give you more to, to sink your teeth into in terms of characterization, because you got so much out of those characters. Um, again, the you know the three primary women were amazing. The general, yeah, General yeah, think, Michonne. The general was awesome. I think this whole phase of Marvel movies have been really well put with the women actors and and truthfully I think you're going to start seeing more of that the yeah. strong women like Wasp female leads yeah, Wasp and I think and then Captain Marvel next year in March so. and um, so like Black Widow and mm-hmm. all that stuff I think you're going to just start seeing you know because truthfully as a society that's kind of what where things are going right mm-hmm. and rightfully sure. so absolutely it's not always about the white male superheroes anymore. That's right. No. And they got, like, they really have good parts. Like, I honestly could, would believe that Michonne could take out Black Panther in that yeah. movie. Oh, for sure. Um, what did you think about the fact that uh, the, the climactic scenes are basically Black Panther on Black Panther? Like, do you think visually that was interesting or not? Or do you think that was kind of, like, not the most engaging it, it could have been better. Yeah. I mean, one has silver, one has gold. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, right. Like that's kind of like nice should there should there even have been like two Black Panthers? To be honest, at the same time or yeah, well, I mean, there actually what there technically was. Right? Well, so it's interesting too because in the comics you usually only had one had powers, but then that actually no, they I both guess, had powers. I guess that no, in the comics they had Shuri at one point was the Black Panther, and then. Her, T'Challa was still Black Panther as well, and they both had powers from the, the herb-shaped root, so I guess it could still happen. Um, I liked how they incorporated how the root actually works and how like they drained it out of them when they did the, the waterfall scenes, mm-hmm. and that was kind of cool. Again, it's all about world-building and kind of showing that, you know, what this society is based on, and that, you know, I, I, was, in, I was surprised in some ways, because when I really thought about it, I was like, well, when did T'Challa first take the root? Because I thought the root you only took when you were king. Right. But like, but that doesn't seem to be have been the case because he was doing all sorts of crazy shit. In, um, in well, I don't think his war. dad. I don't think his dad was at a point where he could do it anymore. Do that. So I think his dad had passed that. So had he passed Bla- the mantle? Along, I think, think? he passed the mantle of being Black <laughs> Panther to his son, and then. But usually that's supposed to be like the mantle the, of the ruler, though. Yeah. So like, it's a little unclear, and like maybe he just, he just had the suit ready. Like, uh, how? Quickly but I'm trying to. Rem- I'm trying to remember back in. Civil War. The Civil War. How he he just showed up. Yeah, his his dad yeah. died, and like a day or two later, he had the costume on. I mean, when Winter Soldier was so, running. Yeah, through. I was because I couldn't I couldn't remember the timeline. Mm-hmm. The Civil War between him becoming so maybe he wasn't. Yeah. Right, and with upon his dad dying, he just because I'm trying to think back to Civil War, like what there had to they had to have shown something in that of him becoming Black Panther. That he took the ring, though, didn't he? he took yeah, the ring but from that was dad. that was more to signify that he was going to take on the, the, the leadership and less. But although, if you listen that, back to that podcast in Civil War, and, and Todd asks, "Oh, is his powers in the ring?" Yeah, because he's like, they keep showing the ring. Does he get powers from the ring? I'm like, no, Todd. No, but I'm just wondering if if in that instance mm. he instantly like it was oh because he the, the the bloodline kind of ended and that's why and then it was right away he becomes that's an interesting theory they don't do anything to prove or disprove they just it, they so. just didn't show him mm. drinking the syrup true the syrup <laughs> I think I said the serum and I was gonna let that go but the syrup no I said really? I said syrup <laughs> um, like maple syrup you, you mentioned before how but it probably tastes like 
creep. <laughs> you mentioned before about how at the end, like again, Killmonger dies and and they're watching the sunset together. It's interesting because if you look at the end of, um, of Civil War, you have kind of that, that different scene. You have Zemo about to kill himself, and then Black Panther shows up. Same type of idea. They're just on like a cliff Sorry, somewhere, who, who's right? About to kill himself? Uh, Zemo, uh, the, the villain who had kind of orchestrated things in Civil War. The guy who oh, when he was sitting there, that's Avengers right. Yeah, 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 so yeah. he's st- sitting there again, but like instead of it being in Africa, he's what like somewhere in the Antarctic or something, yeah. or, or in an Arctic area. So he's on like a nice floe, and he's just kind of sitting there about to kill himself. And then Black Panther comes and won't let him kill himself, but here he just lets you know Killmonger die. It's kind of an interesting. But uh, here's the thing: like I think he knew as long as that that spear was still in Fearmonger that he was, he could live, mm. and he offered to save him. He did, right? So I don't think he was expecting in that that quick moment of Fearmonger pulling yeah. that out because as soon as he pulled that out, he was dead. True, right? Because you're going to bleed out in seconds when you got something through your heart like that. You would have. Do you think you would have preferred that he live? Like Killmonger would have lived. I think it could have added a little bit more of an interesting storyline. Yeah. To see Killmonger by his side. Interesting. I think they killed off probably the top two Black Panther rogues in one movie. Right? Oh, to Claw and him. Yeah. To me, like Claw would be like Killmonger and him have a better arc, but Claw is more tied to the rest of the universe for sure. And Killmonger is like that uh, hometown one, right? Where he keeps going back and like, oh man, this guy again. That's so true. it is. I don't know. Well, Man Ape is kind of like that. Mbaku, like yeah, but they kind of. But they didn't really play it that. Yeah, like I was hoping they would do more of the the contest of mm-hmm. uh, and seeing the role change and have a dynamic of that and then throwing Killmonger. But like, yeah. it was still a good movie, but. <laughs> they kill off to me. Like, they, not, they kill off a lot of villains. That's what super movies do often, right? Well, think about it too. What I found funny in their first battle, mm-hmm. um, like right away, they're like, "I, you know, it's to the death." Yes, but they let what's his face tap out. <laughs> well, I don't think it's to the death. I thought, I'm pretty sure they said that. Did they say to the death? Pretty pretty sure I don't remember said, them saying that. Sure. I don't think I don't think I don't it was ever meant to be the death. Way. I think it was supposed to be like whoever wins gets leadership, but I don't think it was necessarily to the death. If anything, more of the dishonor, dishonor would be if you failed. Then I thought it was to the death. Okay. Well, Maybe you just somebody needs to go back that. and watch it now. You just hoped it'd be to the death. Not it. <laughs> and I, I also thought they kind of left um, after uh, Forrest Whitaker was killed. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh, yeah, they didn't really make it, like, it, there was not a big deal. They didn't make an issue of it at all. Because you'd think he was, he was like the spiritual leader. Well, yeah, and because he was also the guy that was he there. Up, he, he kept the herbs a lot. He betrayed... Um, the uncle. The uncle, yeah. Which was, that was interesting too. That, you know, he was the spy. He was the spy. I, and I like the idea that they kind of see the idea that there's been this Wakandan spies forever and that they're, they're everywhere. It was kind of, again, a cool concept that, you know, they're, they're kind of lying in wait. Also, my pizza's going to be here in five minutes, so I'm getting kind of excited. <laughs> <laughs> the most animated you've been in a while. Yeah. Um, what, what did you think about the general, like the cinematography? Because it definitely felt and looked a little different than your typical Marvel movie. There were certain shots where, like, there was a shot when, I think it was either when T'Challa or when Killmonger was walking into the throne room, and it's like upside down, yeah. and it slowly kind of comes around. I don't know why they would do it, but it was interesting. It, like, visually, it definitely set the movie apart from a lot of... Uh, I don't even remember that. No? I was probably dozing on I really liked the... Um, it was really, like, really good, um, like, 
green screens and CGI, whatever mm-hmm. they use. Yeah. Um, but I really like the man apes. Uh, yeah. Like uh, his his little throne there. Yeah, and stuff. yeah that was like, cool. That would scare the shit out of me. To be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. Like at the end of that. <laughs> Thing oh, over, but like off. it was so far off the cliff, and yeah. You can't like heights, so it's all open on the side. When, <laughs> when, no, fuck no. Um, what <laughs> do you think about the, the music of the film? Because it was definitely again a, a very yeah. It was it, it was well, but again culturally, like mm-hmm. it kind of tied in a little bit of everything, right? Because because sure. and to be honest, like based on the the crowd that we were there tonight, like there were a lot of people there that normally we haven't seen at Marvel movies and. A lot of people were dressed in like kind of similar like people kind of wore the clothing to the movie mm-hmm. that you were going to see based on like the African yeah. culture. It was actually like we were talking about it before the yeah. podcast. It was nice to see that pride because yeah. they are getting that representation now in Marvel that hasn't been there mm-hmm. before. This. But the music too, like it went from like your, you know, the drum the drum music yeah. to, and then you know all of a sudden then there's like little essence of hip hop in there mm-hmm. and they kind of brought. Everything in. I thought it was. I thought it was nice. To be honest with you. Yeah. What do you think of um, uh, the Black Panther suit? So in this one, it was we have kind of the liquid metal kind of look. Do you like that kind of? I didn't really take notice of that. Didn't know. I I like the the whole aspect of that whole like you know yeah. it, you're always caring and stuff. But I actually like the original suit look. Yeah. Better. Yeah. And. I don't, I don't. Does he actually have that power? The the liquid metal? No, no. The where he gets like shot and like to retain the oh energy that. and then that's that. As far as I know, it's kind of a new feature of the suit. I've never seen. So that, like uh, to me, it seems like Black Panther was like the Batman, right? Like he doesn't really. Yeah. There, there's some superhuman stuff there, but yeah. his suit was bulletproof and. They played up the gadgets a lot more here, obviously. Yeah. And, yeah, in Civil War, all we really got was that it's vibranium, so gunfire wasn't doing anything, but that was yeah. kind of it. And, yeah, here they were, they went crazy with what... I, I don't was. think they really it's needed... Cap Shield made out of vibranium? Cap Shield is made out... Of, it's supposed to be out of a vibranium adamantium alloy in the comics. I don't know what it, what they've said in the movies, but mainly vibranium, yeah. Which brings up the question of exactly how did they get that, but... Yeah. They stole it. Yeah, but, the, but they they make a point in the movie of saying that uh, Claw was kind of the first person to ever steal, yeah. um, but the shield was stolen in the forties or yeah. late thirties. But I mean, it's you're not supposed to think about it that hard. Um, well, most people, <laughs> I stay up at night. And think about this <laughs> you think stuff. about this yeah. all night. Um, Whatever happened to Shield holding up the Arker actor? Yeah, well, exactly. In Iron Man, one lose my mind. Sometimes. It's interesting too that so the uh, the the idea of the Black Panther suit having armor is a much more modern concept uh, in the most recent run of Black Panther in the last year and a half. Which I guess maybe they knew it was coming in the movie, maybe not. But they kind of started showing that the idea of it being kind of a liquid metal because prior to that he never really had that. It was just, yeah. it was just a costume. Uh, I prefer like the costume over like there's some cool scenes where like you know like the the liquid metal was pretty cool like that doesn't really bother me it's the The kinetic energy thing yeah like there's some cool scenes where it worked out well but Mm -hmm. like the first scene of the movie that you see him in the suit was a wicked yeah intro to him jumping on a plane and Mm -hmm. you know he didn't need he was just walking up while they're shooting him like yeah and all of a sudden he gets his new thing, and then he's getting shot, and the grenade hits him, and then he's down. 
Yeah. Like, it's kind of... Yeah. It didn't need that. It has to be a bit more consistency too, right? Yeah, which made... I guess it made the visual effects a little bit uh, more pleasing when there's explosions and stuff instead mm-hmm. of the guy that clawing people. <laughs> did, did, you, did you feel that the third act kind of felt like a typical Marvel third act in terms of like a lot of explosions, kind of CG starting to take over, like yeah. a little less grounded? Yeah, like uh, like even when they were falling through, I, like, I, I like the mound. I like that when because even in uh, Civil War, that was that was one of my favorite parts is when he's chasing after Cap and Bucky, and then he's like falling down the building. They're all like jumping, and they all have different ways to get down. And he's yeah. the one just clawing the side of the building, just going right down. Yeah, and like there's that little part of that where he was doing that, and then yeah. all of a sudden it's just free fall, and then yeah, like it. That that part, especially because their suits are very similar, kind of okay. It's not as appealing as like two different people. Like you no, see and again, yeah. I mean, one of them's gold, one of them's silver. Yeah. That's how I knew how to root for. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, Amber, <laughs> additional thoughts? I have none right now. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, sorry, I'm not good at podcasting. That's a, no, 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 that's okay. Well, I mean, we've hit on some of the things you like, so there's some yeah. positives. I just, I want to, like, just for a moment, dig more into your, your negatives. Or, maybe not even negatives, like, so, like, would you say the movie just didn't interest you, or it was think, definitely like I didn't like the movie? I think it was well done to a certain degree. Okay. I don't follow the comic books at all, so I don't have any expectations going in. I just know that compared to other Marvel movies, I didn't care as much. I didn't. I wasn't interested as much throughout the movie. Okay. That could also just because I'm tired. Fair Maybe enough. Next time I watch it, I'll like it more. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't. Um, yeah. Okay. Interested today. Um, the post. You're a little bit upset though that your cousins bailed on you. Yeah, a little bit yeah. upset with uh, April and Sarah. I'll put it out there. <laughs> you were you weren't supposed to be the only uh, no. <laughs> the only woman. Who supposed came. to have some company, but that's all right. Um, we had po- two post credit scenes. Um, one with T'Challa at the United oh, Nations, oh, and another with Winter Soldier. What did you guys think of the post credit scenes this time? I was hoping he was going to pull uh, the Iron Man one scene, like I am Black Panther, and. Cut the credits, but it was good. Because like, yeah. uh, you had two, two chances to do that, right? Because the yeah. kids are like, "Who are you?" And you think he's going to say it to him, so I'm going to just kind of smiles and then. Well, the same smile he gave at the end of the post credit, right? Yeah, and so it's kind of like, like one of those should have had some sort of payoff, and each time he's just kind of winking at the camera, <laughs> smiling slightly. I like to see like, Bucky though. Bucky was cool. Yeah, missing missing his arm, but I guess he's free of the mental conditioning, so he's in the next movie, so that's good. That, Amber said that was her favorite part. It was part. my favorite part. Was oh, seeing Bucky? Yeah. His yeah. <laughs> hand bun and everything. Yeah. Rocking the long hair. Flirting. It was nice. People behind us thought he looked like Jesus Christ. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. I did not hear that. Did you hear that one? No, I did not. Not at all. The thing that really got me, though, this movie out of all the movies, is you know that there's postcard scenes... You're more upset when you wait and there's nothing. Mm-hmm. But people got so excited, like, oh, my God, there's another one. And, like, it, it kind of, like, I wasn't paying attention as much because it was so loud. And, yeah. Like, i never seen it like that in a Marvel movie. Like, like oh, yeah, I'm so excited for, what? 
Uh, like soon it'll be like the fifth one, the sixth one, and like people just keep. <laughs> well, to be fair, like I, so in this movie, there's a lot more cheering uh, and mm-hmm. clapping, and like yeah, I gotta say, for me, I, I enjoyed that because like. I don't like. I find some of these movies like people are quiet. They're trying to take it all in, but they're not always kind of you know being loud and excited. And that's yeah. cool. Like I, I personally don't usually do that in the movies. So I, I was just you know kind of like that's cool. But it, it definitely added something to the overall atmosphere, mm-hmm. uh, which is nice because you want to if you're going on opening night, especially you want to feel like you know it's a communal event. Like you're yeah. at something. It's different. There was a solid round of applause at the end of the movie too. There was. Yeah, yeah. which was nice. Yeah. And then Black Panther will be in. Uh, in uh, Avengers Infinity War and the only thing and I've read interviews and it makes sense is that I thought that they might introduce the last gem in this movie yeah. that maybe it's in Wakanda and they're kind of like well we're already using vibranium so it's already like our big MacGuffin so if we added in another one it just would have felt like too much going on which is true but I'm still I didn't even think I didn't even think about that but I am curious because of so much of like the trailer showing that you know they're invading Wakanda the gem's still there right like there's gotta be the soul gem they might have teased something like there might be something in the background somewhere, but yeah, I thought I thought thought the sister though. Mm -hmm. I kind of whispered this to you, and I think you scoffed at me. It's possible. It looked like she was wearing um, like a Green Lantern symbol. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, she was wearing kind of a yeah. I could see where you 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 were going with that. I did scoff at you slightly though. Mm -hmm. I'll admit I scoffed at you slightly. You were like. That, that's, that's more like, of a heavy scum. I feel like if Paul or Tibor... Well, I don't even know how much Tibor knows about these movies. I feel like if if Paul or one of your other comic friends was like sitting beside you on their side, you would have been like scoffed at me and like <laughs> given the thumb or like looked at them and like thumbing me and like get a load of this guy. <laughs> Thinking that's Green Lantern. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you would have for sure. <laughs> Um, let's do uh, let's do ratings and then we'll, we'll sign off. So we already know Paul gave it an eight and a half out of ten. He is the uh, probably the highest. <laughs> is that out of ten? Is that let's go out of ten, Chris? Okay. Start us off. <laughs> well, I know there's a piece of pizza in your mouth. Okay, My piece of pizza is out of ten. <laughs> Was the is the pizza better than the movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pizza's delicious. Um, I don't know, well, seven and a half. Oh, that's still pretty high. Because you sounded a little bit more negative, so that's still pretty yeah. decent. All right, Corey? It's not a DC movie. No, it's not. Yeah, it would have been a two. <laughs> um, I would, the thing with Marvel, though, is I enjoy them all. Just like, so I, you know what? I, I, this is probably on the lower end of all the Marvel movies. Okay. I still give it a seven. Okay. Would you put higher or lower than Incredible Hulk, for example? I'm, Have we seen which it? one? No, the, the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. Yeah, because the first one was that's, yeah. that's Hulk. We're not counting that. Yeah. That's before the MCU. I really like that. It was filmed in Toronto. It was. It was very obviously filmed in Toronto as they yeah. as they fight in front of the Zanzibar yeah. strip club. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that Zanzibar. That would have been a nine to me because like oh, I yeah. thought they did it right that time. Yeah. But anyways, like this one's a seven. Okay. Ooh, Amber. How many? <laughs> I did say you got to be the negative Nancy T-Bar um, spot. Yeah, I'm, I'm it's sitting in that doing spot really well with this chair, right? Too, so I think... Uh, I don't know, it. it's hard. I don't want to <laughs> be mean. I think like mean. five and a half or six. Okay. Yeah. Like That's I said, answers. I... Uh, so can I ask... Uh, 5.75? <laughs> Here's my, there you go, 5.75. Okay. <laughs> Here's my follow-up to that. So would you say you were indifferent about the movie? Yeah. Or 
you did not like the movie actively? Um, indifferent. Okay. Yeah. Like, I liked, I liked, um, the scenery, like, it, mm-hmm. like I said, I liked... And you liked the, the actors, and you liked the I liked the atmo- actors, um... You yeah. lost one star, one star off of, uh, Michael B. Jordan's all the dots on his body, right? Like, that kind of yeah. didn't make it appealing. Yeah. All his kills. Took, right? It took away from his attractiveness, yeah. yeah. Uh, Otherwise, maybe it would have been a second. It wasn't him being a psych, you know, psychopathic those, like, killer. That didn't, yeah. that didn't impact it. Yeah, but they didn't, def- no, they didn't define kills. No, it was just the marring no. of his body. They didn't define what kills were. Sure. It could have been, like, chicks he's been with. that's true and like they never said like he was like killing like non-combatants or like you know or like civilians they said he was a great soldier is essentially what they said yeah military right yeah well that's true okay Uh, I I give it like an 8 I'm not quite as high on it as Paul but I still really enjoyed it I think Mm -hmm. the more I think about it I probably feel like my enjoyment goes up I feel like in the last few podcasts we've done the more I've talked about a movie the more I've talked myself down and Uh, and that's my thing I don't think I would have walking out of there I don't think I would have given it a seven and a half. So you've come up yeah. or you've come down? You've come, come up. up. Yeah. Hey. If only we could have gotten ever up. That might have been up. <laughs> oh that's, that's even sadder. I know. No, I think what you said it was indifference to okay. it. I just it was probably Her cousin well done. stared up, she didn't care. Yeah, Sarah and April ruined it from the word go. Sarah and April. Yeah. Mostly Sarah, though. Well, obviously. Mostly Sarah. When it comes to you in movies, would you prefer to really not like it as opposed to being indifferent? Because indifferent can mean different things to different people. Yeah. Like, indifferent is almost like it didn't grab you enough to even make you care enough to be angry. Yeah. It just was kind of there. Whereas sometimes when I really don't like a movie, at least it provoked a reaction to me. Like, all art, yeah, in some ways, should, should make you care in some way. Even if it's a negative, at least it, it made you dislike it. Like when I saw Batman versus Superman, I actively did not like that movie. It, de- it was definitely stoked some sort of you know feeling. Yeah, reaction. you still have more reaction. So is it worse that it was kind of made you indifferent? Maybe. Would yeah. you have been yeah. at least been like, well, at least I, if I didn't like it, at least I then didn't like I it. I hated it. Well, not maybe not hatred. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's interesting because this makes is like sense, yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. This is you know one of the highest, isn't it? One of the highest uh, yeah. critically kind of reviewed movies, yeah. but. You know, they also said the Star Wars movie was like one of the highest movies. I haven't seen it. Amber has that, that movie. She hates, it. and she I, I well, no, it. I haven't seen. I don't okay. enjoy them. I can't. There's too much going on. Okay, what's wrong with you and your cousin? I, we suck. What can I, I like say? No kids. Can't believe I'm married into this. But family. which one Star Wars and which one Star Trek? Really? Whoa! Good thing T Wars not here. Oh. <laughs> Although wherever he is, T Wars in, in, in a car in Ottawa, he can. T Wars just got a twinge between his pants, oh. <laughs> between his legs, between his pants. That's awful. You know what I mean? All right. Well, <laughs> thanks. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Like to somebody this. just talked bad about Star Trek. <laughs> Or Star Wars, or both. Or both. Uh, you can email us at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Also, listen to us on Stitcher. Next week's episode, we'll have a conversation with Judd Winnick. Um, and upcoming yeah, Judd. Ep- absolutely. Upcoming episodes should uh, focus on interviews with uh, Cal Dodd, the voice of Wolverine from the X-Men animated series in the 90s. That's cool. Um, we're also going to have uh, some additional interviews with Steve Englehart and others. Uh, Norm Brayfogle, Brayfogle will be on the show in a couple months, so uh, some good stuff to look forward to. Hey, if Engelhart and Brayfogle are going to be here, then everyone listen. You have no idea who these people Thumbs are. Thumbs up. <laughs> Tune in. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.